Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. My name is Andrew Frezza, and today we're gonna to be talking about what are you willing to give up to be successful? And when I say the word give up, what I'm really talking about is trading. I like this idea of trading better than giving up. And trading is this idea that in order to create room for the things that we wanna accomplish with our business, with our personal life, we need to be able to give up some things that are already in place that are sucking up time, sucking up energy, and probably actually leaving us uh, less fulfilled, less happy than we think those activities are. And I wanna to approach today's show from this perspective of self-awareness. There's no shortage of people out there telling you to work hard, telling you that you need to give up stuff, that you need to hustle. Um, and this podcast is definitely gonna have an element of that today. But I want you guys to be self-aware around these things because I want you to figure out really if this is the path that you wanna be on long-term. You know, when we talk about entrepreneurship and being a gym owner, um, being a small business owner, it's not meant for everybody. And if you're someone who's listening to this episode or watching this show and you start to hear some things that don't resonate with you or don't click with you, then it's possible that you could learn now or learn early on that this isn't the journey that you want to be on. And that small business side, that entrepreneurship side isn't for everybody. So if, if doing these things giving up things feels like giving up things, it does not feel like a trade, that's something that you want to think about and address before you go too far down this path of entrepreneurship. And when I say this phrase self-awareness, what I'm really saying is we need to figure out if the things that we need to do to be successful in business are really the things that are gonna give us joy and happiness and fulfillment long-term. That's really what we need to be chasing here. Uh, it doesn't mean that business is going to be easy and the things that you're going to do are going to be really hard actually, but those things should give you more fulfillment and joy more so than they should be stressful or bring you down or feel like uh, sacrifice. And that's really the thing here is that if too many of the things that you're doing feel like sacrifice, then I would suggest actually pivoting and no longer being a gym owner and looking to find actually a great career somewhere. And that's not to say that any of this is gonna be easy either. Um, just because I personally feel like I am a good fit for entrepreneurship, I do feel like I'm a good fit to be a business owner. It fits my nature, it fits the type of uh, where I wanna spend my time and the type of person that I want to be. Even with that being said, it does not mean it's gonna be easy. There's a lot of things that I take on that are hard to do. Sitting right now, this is my first YouTube video that I've done. I've shot uh, interviews before with guests on other shows and I've put them on a YouTube channel, but this is really the first time I've sat down and shot a actual v video version of this podcast, of this show. And I'll admit, I put this off for a couple weeks because I didn't know how to take those first steps, or at least I was telling myself I didn't know how to take those first steps. So it wasn't easy to do. And not everything that you do in business or personal development is going to be easy, but for the most part, you should feel pulled to those things rather than having to push yourself. You know, a lot of times when you're getting started, like shooting this first video for me, feels like more of a push than a pull. But once you get into the habit of things, most of the things that you do should feel more like a pull rather than you have to constantly push and push and push to do those things. Um, each of those things, what I found is that every activity has that sort of initial startup cost of like, all right, I gotta sit down and write that next podcast outline. I have to sit down and write programming. I have to sit down and 
create this next role for my business. But once you actually sit down, if things start to flow and feel good, then you're probably doing the right activity and you're probably in the right line of work. Um, you're always going to have that little bit of startup cost to each of the things that you do. But I want you guys to have a self-awareness around what activities are ultimately giving you fulfillment. Once you do sit down and put in the work, what are those things that you enjoy? You can get into a flow state um, and really start to be productive and create good work. So one of the ways I've started to create some self-awareness and create sort of this dividing line of what are the activities that I want to keep doing and what are the activities that I want to stop doing is by looking at what are the things that I just enjoy the end result of or the punchline of and what are the things that I actually enjoy the process of. And I want to talk about some things that I've given up over the years because I realized that I was not actually enjoying the process of them. I was simply just doing it for the punchline or the end result, right? And these are some things that a lot of people have built into their lives. Things like Netflix, TV, Amazon Prime, social media, uh, drinking, all of these different things. If you're doing all of these things, you're gonna have to give up something somewhere. You can't be successful, whether it's having your own business and being an entrepreneur, wanting to work on some personal development stuff, or even just you know being an employee somewhere, if you wanna get better at those things, you have to be able to give up something. You can't have all of these things eating at your time and, and then try to excel in this other area of your life. But if you have a few of those things and you're wondering which things you should keep and which things you should give up, I would look at what are the things that you're just kind of uh, using as decompression and aren't actually really giving you joy versus what are the things that you actually feel better um, and you enjoy the process of it, okay? So one example for me is is Netflix. Uh, my wife and I used to watch a lot of Netflix and Amazon Prime and, and we would be constantly looking for that next show to watch. We'd get done with one season, we'd go right to that next show that we wanna watch. And I remember specifically one show that kind of like almost ruined it for me, but in a good way because it gave me an awareness to what I was already feeling with other shows, but it just really opened my eyes to it. And that was a show called Homeland. And I remember a few years ago watching Homeland with my wife and we had gotten through, we had gotten through the entire first season. We were starting to watch episodes into the second season. And I remember like having this empty feeling after watching it. And I, as we started to watch a couple more episodes, I realized that I really did not enjoy the show at all. It was basically a 60 minute show where 57 minutes of it was like really boring and, and weird and nothing was really exciting happening. And then the last two to three minutes of the show, there would be this cliffhanger that would make you want to watch the next 60 minute show. And I started to realize this into season two. It took me like 15 episodes to realize this. But I realized that I was getting no enjoyment out of the show, but I just wanted to figure out what was going to happen. That was my only reason for watching the show is I wanted to figure out what was going to happen. And I saw this pattern happen with other shows like, like Bloodline and Stranger Things. And if you like those shows, sorry for, for uh, hating on those shows, but I just realized this with almost every single Netflix and Amazon Prime show that was out there is that most of the show was not interesting or exciting, at least to me personally, but they were really good at creating this punchline or this cliffhanger that was gonna 
make you want to watch another episode. And that's what gets people binging show after show after show. Um, and I just realized that for me, most Netflix shows just felt like they would be better 90 minute movies. And I'm spending hours upon hours watching season after season when I could have just watched a really good 90 minute movie um, and, and gotten the gist of what was going to happen in that. So another example for me is fantasy football. Fantasy football is something that I used to love playing. I used to play, I probably played in leagues for about 10 years straight and recently have stopped playing over the last couple years. And it's fresh in my mind because I was just invited to play in a league a couple weeks ago. And I went back and forth about playing and eventually just turned the invite down because uh, I remembered the reason that I stopped. And the reason that I stopped is that I was no longer getting enough joy out of the process of playing fantasy football. I would get excited if I would win a week and I would be able to ride that high end of the week. But if I lost a week, it was having a negative impact on my week. Um, also, I was giving up Sundays to watch football when I'm not someone who really, you know, I like watching sports here and there, but I don't want to be the person that's sitting down for six, seven, eight hours on a Sunday having to watch football because I feel pulled to the TV or feel pulled to my phone to constantly be refreshing the scores and seeing who who scored a touchdown or who caught a big pass. And, you know, I, I, I started to learn myself that um, it just wasn't something that I wanted to prioritize my time and energy around. And I've also just learned with myself that I'm someone who likes to have control over the outcome of something. If I'm going to do something, especially that's competitive base, like a fantasy football league, yes, you have some control over deciding on who's on your team, you know, who you're going to pick up on waivers, who you're going to draft, who you're going to have in your lineup, but you can't control the outcome in a given week. You can only set your lineup and hope for the best. And I'm someone that kind of prefers to play sports or, you know, run a business or build a business and do things that I feel like I have control over the outcome and my effort can create a better result. Even in something that is supposed to be more relaxing and more for fun, like fantasy football, I still prefer to have that control. So that was just a big uh, awareness piece for me to realize, you know, when things were good with fantasy football and I had a great week, um, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I went into the next week in a good mood. But when things were bad, I'd be staying up late on a Sunday or Monday night. I'd be refreshing my phone a lot, spending a lot of time reading blogs from Matthew Berry and doing all this research. And, you know, I didn't want to be pulled to that on a Monday or Tuesday when I should be going into the week strong uh, to build our business. And instead, I'm focused on fantasy football. So that was something for me that I just decided to drop. Um, another thing that I've sort of evolved out of my life over the years, something a lot of you guys can probably relate to, especially if you have kids, is alcohol and drinking. So I used to drink a lot more than I do today, especially back in college. But even in the first couple of years of running a business, um, you know, getting drunk on the weekends wasn't a rare thing. Whereas now having a three-year-old at home and having another baby on the way, uh, drinking just isn't worth it anymore. And I think a lot of parents out there can relate to this and resonate with this that, you know, uh, the hangovers that you get as you get older, but also having kids when sleep becomes more of a priori priority, you can't always count on a good night's sleep. And most nights you're counting on the opposite, which is a bad night's sleep. Um, but those hangovers just aren't really worth it anymore. And that same feeling that I get from drinking that most of you guys can relate to from drinking that hangover feeling, that's the same type of feeling I was getting with things like fantasy football and watching Netflix. So 
that's what I want you guys to do is to start to build some awareness around what are the activities that you really enjoy the process of that get you feeling good afterwards and make you a better person and make you more productive at the things you want to be productive at. And what are the things that leave you with sort of this hangover feeling and the things that are leaving you with that hangover feeling start to chop away at those things or start to maybe attack them with a better mindset so that way they are leaving you refreshed rather than taking away. You know, I still enjoy having a drink or two on the weekends. Um, you know, I still get a little bit of a buzz out of a drink or two, but I don't. I rarely go to the point where I drink enough where it's going to affect my next day or two. And if I go past that point now, not only does it affect the day, it usually affects several days of productivity. So that just really isn't worth it to me anymore. So as you begin to chip away at these things that aren't adding value to your life, what I want you to be thinking about is what are the things that do add value to your life or what are the things that you've done in the past that have added value to your life that you're not doing right now. So one example for me is soccer. Um, soccer is something that I've done throughout the years that I've actively worked to try to put back into my life more and try to be um, just very intentional about getting that into my life on a consistent basis. And soccer for me looks like the occasional pickup game on a weekend. I've joined leagues before, both co-ed leagues and men's leagues. And it's something that I really enjoy. It's, it's very much like CrossFit in a way that it gives me this physical health and fitness component, but also there's a social component too of uh, being on a team, meeting new people. Um, and that's a really fun element for me. And, you know, soccer for me is, is one of those things where it's almost like the easiest way for me to get into meditation or a flow state. You know, for those of you guys that like CrossFit as much as I do, um, I think CrossFit's fantastic. And I, I, most CrossFit classes will leave me feeling refreshed for hours or days afterwards. But what I find with CrossFit is in a given workout, it's still a mental battle for me to stay focused, to work on my self-talk, to stay positive. And you know, even now, as much as I enjoy CrossFit, there's many workouts that I wanna quit midway and I have to keep myself going and keep myself positive uh, with the things that I'm telling myself throughout those workouts. But with something like soccer, because the plays are happening so fast, there's you almost have to turn off your brain and you have to just let your physical side take over. And I personally found that that's one of the best ways for me to get into that flow state and and almost this effortless form of meditation. So I've always tried to work soccer more and more back into my life. Um, and I would I would encourage you guys to look at the things in your life, either the things that you're currently doing today that you may want to do more of or things you've done in the past that you've gotten away from that are that thing for you, that that thing that you enjoy, that thing that time sort of stands still for you um, because it's that fun for you. And that leads me into my final point, which is you can take this idea of giving up things or sacrificing things way too far. Um, it's where the self-awareness piece comes in and also kind of figuring out where you are on this spectrum. Um, I've been a lot into YouTube these days. One of the reasons why I'm starting this video version of the podcast. Um, but one of the things I heard on a recent YouTube video from a really good health and fitness professional out there was he was saying that for some people, success is eating the donut. And for some people, success is saying no to the donut, right? We commonly hear that we want people to have more discipline. They need to say no to the donut. If they want to be successful with their health and their fitness, if they want to lose weight, they need to have that discipline to say no to the donut. 
But for others that already have a lot of discipline in their life and, and are very good about saying no to things, success for them might actually be saying yes to the donut, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be a donut either. It could be the thing that you really want to enjoy guilt-free, but for someone who's already had a lot of success, they're at probably their goal weight or on their way to their goal weight, um, and they're doing a lot of things right, for them, success is having that cheat or having that food that they're gonna really enjoy and not letting it mentally or physically derail them from their long-term goals. So I want you guys to be thinking about discipline and chipping away at some of these extraneous activities the same way. If you're someone who has you know, Netflix and drinking with your buddies and uh, you know, fantasy football and golf and all these things in your life, you need to start chipping away at those things if you want to be successful. But if you've already done a great job of chipping away at those things, then maybe you actually benefit from doing some of those activities, adding some of those activities back in and doing it guilt-free and um, you know, really going all in and bring, being present in those activities so you can then go back to your business or go back to personal development and be more present with those things. Okay, so that's what I'm gonna leave you with, guys, in this first uh, video episode of the Seven Figure Box Show, um, and we'll talk to you soon. Hey guys, it's Andrew again. I just want to remind you that if you haven't yet downloaded our staff playbook that we released last week, if you're in the process of creating your own staff playbook or you haven't even considered it yet, um, or you just need to update your existing one, I would highly recommend downloading our staff playbook that we just released for free last week. It's an 80 plus page blueprint of how we run CrossFit Palm Beach from A to Z. So go ahead to sevenfigurebox.com slash staff playbook to download your copy today.